Greetings, family. Uh, I believe God wants us to have an Al-Anon meeting this morning, this Saturday, month of July. Let's go ahead and uh, open it up with the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Now, I am looking for God's will in this. The reason I took off for a walk this morning and I randomly hit, uh, I have pre-recordings of myself. <laughs> I listen to myself while I walk and I record and I had recorded some, I'll go ahead and post it right after this. I recorded something a long time ago about the books of Elnon, the uh, one day at a time of reading and commenting. And I listened to it and it was very pleasant for the fact is that I was very peaceful I was kind of surprised myself how, you know, the word, uh, the Hebrew word shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, and realizing that the program is working very well in my life. So I wanted to attribute that it goes to these readings. I exposed myself. I like the word expose. I opened myself, read these words, go to two, three meetings. Actually, I do a lot of 12-step meetings, about 10 of them a week. The point I'm making is it's the peace. There's a message in those, and there's a message in today's reading. So the only book I could uh, come up with right now was the One Day at a Time. I'm going to turn to today's reading. And remember, there are no coincidences with our program. We have our individual God and and he's taking them place, taking us places. So let's go ahead and uh, and read to July twenty third. One day at a time. It says, "When my spirit is in turmoil and my troubled thoughts race round and round, and I try to reason myself out of this frame of mind, it may be well to stop reasoning and hold fast to a single idea that speaks of quiet and serenity. One such as." Keep it simple. <clears throat> Probably there's nothing I can do now, this minute, this hour today, to solve the problem that is nagging, nagging, eating me up, eating my peace of mind. Then to what purpose do I torment myself? Then what purpose do I be tormenting myself for? I will stop trying to figure out ways and means. I will not rehash over and over thoughts so bitter that they can make me feel physically ill. I will empty my mind of all this perplexity and hold to just one simple thought while I wait for God's guidance. Today's reminder. Okay, let me read that last statement. It says, I will empty my mind of all this perplexity and hold to just one simple thought while I wait for God's guidance. Keep it simple. Today's reminder. The things that trouble me are often too complex to yield to human reasoning. Indeed, their only reality may be in my confused thoughts. When I reach such an impasse and I remind myself to keep it simple, I will find myself being restored to composure. Amen. Under the shadow of thy wings shall be my refuge until this tyranny be overpassed. Book of Common Prayer. Okay, 
one more time, this thing that troubles me are often too complex to yield to human reasoning. Wow, that is an incredible statement there. So how do I take care of that? <clears throat> Either write it down on a piece of paper as a prayer and give it to God. God, I turn this thing over to you for the next hour. You have it. Put it in a paper bag. Put the paper bag in the middle of the room. Write down the item that is bugging you. I give it to you. If you do it on a quality way and put it in God's hands, in God's bag, and then just start thanking him that he has it, and he's thanking him that it's in his hands, not yours, simply, keep it simple. Indeed, their only reality may be in my confused thoughts. When I reach such an impasse, I remind myself to keep it simple. I will find myself being restored to composure. Now, there's the key word, restore. We have are not being inspired. We're watching too much television. We're trying to please too many people. Some of us need more dosage of, of reading than other people. I noticed that my wife has a... She can read something and put her in her, put it in her heart and run with it. I have to keep re reading and reading and reading and reading and, and it, uh, you know, it just falls away. So one of the things to do is, um, is to get into the word, get into your books. Amen. I'm going to read to you a little of our meeting guides, what we do. These are so amazing readings. These readings, just with the readings alone, bring me peace. Welcome to today's Elanon meeting. I'm Fernando and your secretary. I am a grateful member of Elanon. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and have a meeting welcome. Let me read the meeting welcome. We welcome you to this Elanon family group meeting and hope you will find in this fellowship the help and friendship we have been privileged to enjoy. We who live or have lived with the problem of alcoholism understand, as perhaps few others can, <clears throat> we too were lonely and frustrated, but in Elanon we discover that no situation is really hopeless and that it is possible for us to find contentment and even happiness whether the alcoholic is still drinking or not. We urge you to try our program. <clears throat> it has helped many of us find solutions that lead to serenity. So much depends on our own attitudes, and as we learn to place our problems in its true perspective, we find it loses its power to dominate our thoughts and our lives. <clears throat> the family situation is bound to improve as we apply the Al-Anon ideas. Without such spiritual help, living with an alcoholic is too much for most of us. Our thinking becomes distorted by trying to force solutions, and we become irritable and unreasonable without knowing it. The Al-Anon program is based on the suggested 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, which we try little by little, one day at a time, to apply to our lives along with our slogans and the serenity prayer. The loving interchange of help among members and daily reading of Al-Anon literature thus makes us ready to receive the priceless gift of serenity. Al-Anon is an anonymous fellowship. Everything that is said here in the group meeting and member to member must be held in confidence. Only in this way we can feel free to say what is in our minds and in our hearts. For this is how we help one another now and on. <clears throat> I love this stuff. This is life-giving words. 
The people who put them together were under God's direction. Now, I'm going to read. <clears throat> I'm going to skip over the 12 steps of Elman and the 12 traditions. And I'm going to read the do's and don'ts of Elanon. Okay. Sometimes do's and don'ts. Here we go. Do forgive. Be honest with yourself. Do be humble. Do take it easy. Tension is harmful. Do play, find recreations and hobbies. Do keep on doing your best even when you fail. By the way, when you fail, say, thank God I fail because you're alive and well. And we always practice, 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 okay? Even in trying to have a good attitude, it's practice. Do learn the facts about alcoholism. Do attend Alana meetings often. Do pray. And I can add, do do play both Mozart and Bach music, Barak. Do make yourself to act enthusiastic. Do act like it, okay? Don't be self-righteous. Don't dominate, nag, scold, or complain. Don't lose your temper. Don't try to push anyone but yourself. Don't bring up the past. Don't keep checking on up on the alcoholic. Don't wallow in self-pity. Don't make threats you don't intend to carry out. Don't be overprotective. Don't be a doormat. If your spouse sees you with your material and getting on your knees and praying, uh, they will respect the what you're praying to and thus will respect you. If you're being a doormat, they can see, see you on a consistent basis with a peripheral even if they tear your books apart, you continue to talk to someone in the air, which is your God. They will eventually feel the presence and a blueprint will be stamped in the spouse's heart for them that this is the true, it's the truth. That's the truth. We, we're created. We have a creator. And all you're doing is having a, a time out with your creator to keep the peace in the family. To, someone has to take the initiative to do the right thing. And the right thing is the hard thing. Prayer, meditation, embarrassment, humbleness. But doing the right thing. Acknowledging and reading the, this stuff. Praying this information over your table. And, and, for, and forcing. But getting them on a headlock and have a meeting, you know. And, and develop a new culture in your meeting thing you know read these things into your smartphone lay it over with some music in the background and and then play it over and over again that you that we will get programmed and others around us will get programmed we need a program to run in life to do life Elanon just happens to be the best one in the whole wide world. <laughs> and we're here because we ask for the order. We're the, the different kinds of people, guys. We are doers, shakers, and thinkers. And we find solutions because we know life has answers. Amen. <clears throat> Here's a checklist for evaluating our maturity. The difficulties of coping with alcoholism in another are much more effectively met when we ourselves reflect attitudes of maturity. 
A mature person is one who, one, does not automatically resent criticism, realizing that it may contain a suggestion for self-improvement. Boy, that's a tough one to take, huh? But that's so true. Usually we're up at night because of the criticism and the, the words of another person. And so we got to pray for them and write it down and give it over to God. Put it in the... And, and ask God for the self-improvement. And then we realize that it's the best thing that could ever happen to us to get criticized. One of the reasons you, the criticism is so nice to thank God for the criticism because you're here listening to this podcast. And, and by the way, we're getting better. We're getting ready for any new problems that are coming along the way or any new blessings and opportunities and fun. We can... We can structure a fun event by criticism. We just grow taller, smarter, wider, and bigger, and we're able to help others. So thank God for the criticism. Sometimes I'm in a meeting and I'll say, uh, I welcome constructive criticism. Boy, I, made this, this, I get bombarded with my friends. <laughs> okay, number two. A checklist for evaluating maturity, the difficulties of coping with alcoholism in another are much more effectively met when we ourselves reflect attitudes of maturity. A mature person is one who, number two, knows that self-pity is futile and childish, a way of placing the blame for disappointments and on others. Okay? I was taught self-pity and to this day, I have problems with it in childish ways. I had to get punched in the nose and learn to be a man. Okay. Number three, does not... Oh, I didn't get punched in the nose, but just life taught me how to take care of my responsibilities. By a woman. A woman said, you're a man, you handle it. Number three, does not readily experience a loss of temper or fly off the handle. Okay, number three, does not readily experience a loss of temper or fly off the handle. Guys, if you do, thank God you did. And you, you it's kind of like a snake that comes out of our, our vocal cords. So, it, But if you thank God, you'll lure the snake out. And then on the eighth offense that the snake comes out to bite and spill venom you'll grasp the snake and you'll pull it out of yourself you'll be free by thanking God that you flew off the handle isn't that the neatest thing the tool that we have that works it works folks it really does I experienced that number four a mature person is one who keeps calm in emergencies and deals with them in a logical, reasonable fashion. Amen. Remember that we we live in a volatile world, and people make choices, and and situations happen, and cars break down, and accidents happen, and you got to know the statistics of out there. You know, if we're out there uh, taking risks, we're going to receive some of these things. A risk is just driving down the road. Okay, a tire can go off. A a drunk can come by or we can be occupied with our phone and our problems and our imaginations are not on being good drivers. 
or being good talkers or being skillful at having a conversation with someone that's hurting. We learn to handle hurt people by our, our voices and learn what to talk with them and not to talk with them. Amen. Most people are hurting with problems and it's hard for them to one problem after another because they're disconnected from God. Inspired by God allows us to assimilate problems easy, taking a time out. And today is my Saturday and I'm taking the time out and I'm, I'm, I'm expounding on this because I believe God wants me to do this. There's someone out there. I'm talking to you. It's your turn to get it together and get it ready. You have a program. Be a grown-up and eat the medicine. Get on your knees and thank God for what's going on. Whatever it is, get you're going to grab the, the, the venom by the neck. If it's in another person, if it's in a child, if it's in a bill, just thank God what you're going through. And I promise you, you're going to have to do it for about a dozen times, but it, you will win. This is the only victory available, guys. You tried it your way, year after year after year. How's that working for you? It has to be the thinking pattern and the action pattern has to be different than I normally do to take care of a, pro a reoccurring problem. Uh... Okay, number five, accepts responsibility without blaming others when things go wrong. Okay. I, I pri Every leadership takes that. We are leaders, folks. We take responsibility. We have a program a family member properly in thanking God for problems okay we accept responsibility without blaming others when things go wrong six faces reasonable delays without impatient realizing that some adjustments for the convenience of others is necessary try waiting for your wife to go on a trip <laughs> number seven is a good loser Accepting defeat and disappointment without complaint or ill temper. Yep. I'm a good loser. Yes, yes, yes. Accepting defeat and disappointment without complaint or ill temper. Guys, it's our pride, our ego, our feelings that, that don't want to be uh, embarrassed. Just agree with it. Say, yep, I did it. I'm a human being. I keep trying. Sometimes I'm... And have fun and relax. Is a good loser accepting defeat and disappointment without a complaint or ill temper. Don't hold back the resistance that you're not. Uh, a risk taker is going to, uh, that's what it's called. You know, sometimes we bump heads. Just thank God you, you have a head. Thank God you got a bumper. Number eight. Does not worry unduly about things that can't be changed. Don't be worrying about the stock market and the things way and the homeless and all that. Does not worry about things that we can't change, the weather and all that stuff. Stay off the television. Come on now. We have enough things. We have enough responsibilities that we are avoiding by having people entertain the front loaf of our brain. That's all we're doing. Sports and all that. We are in denial, not taking care of what we need to do. 
You know, instead of being watching a soap opera, get that pen and pencil and sit in front of your problem and thank God for your problem and ask him for ways to uh, start uh, chopping it away. It takes work, takes focus and dedication. You know, for instance, my garage is made for cars, not for storage and product projects. If I want to, I have to be hard on myself. If I want to... <laughs> And year after year, you keep hearing that I'm going to do something about that garage, right? I should have a little sh uh, uh, a business. There's my business. Wow. Ching, ching. I hope the recording's still going. Yeah. I got items for sale. See, that's what God is after this. I'm going to post some more things and get that stuff out of there. Thank you. All right, let's finish it off. And number nine, doesn't boast or show off when praised or complimented. Accepts it with grace, appreciation, and without false modesty. When someone says something good for you, about you, you say it with an, you, you, you grasp it and you say, thank you very much because you're going to use it for your, uh, to break down your denial. You sit there and focus and you say, thank you, God, I'm working on myself. That's when we get in trouble with others is that when we're not working on ourselves and having fun in life and preparing for the future. The reason we want to work on ourselves is because we want to have great vacations. We want to, when we go, we want to disconnect. You know, and we start practicing by having a great day and because and we're happy. The reason we're not happy is because we have a lot of denials, a lot of unfinished situations. And so... Best thing to do is focus, start thanking God for your denials, and grasp them with thanksgiving so they're not eating up your lunch. Like, for instance, a book. A book, it's always screaming to you. Put that book away. Say, thank you, God, I'm working on this book. Someday I'll read you. Start talking to the book. Put it away. They do take energy from us. I just threw out all my books in the garage. <laughs> no, no kidding. Okay, 11, applauds others' achievement with sincere goodwill. Remember, others' people, they need the fuel to keep doing good, so we applaud others' achievements with sincere goodwill. All right, I think I'm done. I think we did God's will right here. Let's go ahead and finish off with the uh, Al-Anon closing statement. In closing, I would like to say that the opinions expressed here were strictly of Fernando who gave them. Take what you like and leave the rest. The things you heard from were spoken in confidence and should be treated as confidential. Keep them within the walls of this room and the confines of your mind. By the way, if you're new at thanking God for problems, don't tell nobody. Let your actions down the line. And if they ask you what's your secret, don't tell them until, until a year later, until you get it solidified, cemented in your heart, and you build on that habit. People are going to remember the evil is going to come and try and take away your new idea that's going to be, it's going to restore you to a fantastic, wonderful life. Believe in this system. Believe in these words. Play it over and over again. These are years of, of, of learning what doesn't work. This program is years of learning what works. Keep them within the walls of these rooms and the confines of your mind. Write it down. And have something else you're going to talk about ready. Get articles from the Reader's Digest or something, but don't talk about 
you thanking God for your problems. Don't try to explain that to anybody, okay? <clears throat> if, if you're a new person at this, it's my opinion, you keep it to yourself, write it down, and write, make a covenant with your higher power and put it away that it will be solidified. Don't keep it in your mind. Say, God, I'm going to thank you for the way things are, just the way they are. Sign it, date it, and start making a journal for all the things and thanking God for all the things you're in denial and start signing it the day you started thanking God and making a covenant with your higher power that you can continually to thank him every time the issue comes up okay this is this is the healthiest thing we can do remember it's my opinion a few special words to those of you who haven't been with us long whatever your problem there are those among you who have had them too. If you try to keep an open mind, you will find help. You will come to realize that there is no situation too difficult to be bettered and no unhappiness too great to be lessened. We aren't perfect. The welcome we give you may not show the warmth we have in our hearts for you. After a while, you'll discover that though you may not like all of us, you'll love us in a very special way. The same way we already love you. Talk to each other, reason things out with someone else, but let there be no gossip or criticism of one another or of me. Huh. Instead, let the understanding, love, and peace of the program grow in you one day at a time. Will all who care to join me in closing with a serenity prayer? God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back. Welcome. I'll be reading from Courage to Change. Fernando, let us open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. April 5th, Courage to Change. As wonderful as it is to see a loved one find sobriety, it often presents a whole new set of challenges. After all the years of waiting, many of us are dismayed when sobriety does not bring the happily ever after ending we awaited. We once knew exactly what to expect, and now everything suddenly seems different. The home body is never home. The life of the party is always sleeping. Communications, intimacy, sex, responsibilities, and decision-making all change. At the same time, problems that we always attributed to drinking may persist even though the drinking has stopped. This stirs up some very strong feelings within many of us. Even long-time Al-Anon members may find it more important than never to go back to the basics of our program and learn once more to focus on ourselves. It's all right to feel disappointed, skeptical, resentful, joyous, excited, or confused about our changing circumstance by accepting whatever we feel and sharing about it 
with other Elanon members, we are better able to take care of ourselves. Today's reminder, I will allow myself the dignity to discover exactly how I feel about the changes that are happening today, and I will share those feelings with an Elanon friend. Elanon gave me the awareness that what I felt did matter in all our affairs. All right. And we move on to our next meditation book, would be really One Day at a Time. Okay, April 5th. A member once said, the 12 steps were designed to, for desperate people like us as a shortcut to God. When we accept them and use them, we find they open the way to using our God-given abilities, which we have allowed to lie dormant. The steps are like a medicine which many of us won't bother to take, although we know they can heal us of the sickness of despair, frustration, resentment, and self-pity. Why is this? It may be we have a deep-rooted desire for martyrdom. Consciously, we think we want help, but some dark and hidden sense of guilt makes us crave punishment more than we want relief from our ills. Wow. Today, today's reminder. No one really needs to suffer unhappiness and discontent or be deprived of the good things of life. We can find the way out by daily study of the 12 steps. This wholesome spiritual philosophy will help us find our way into the light of a good life. I pray for the willingness to accept the difficult discipline of the 12 steps. Living with such a guide makes life increasingly worthwhile. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, our next book is Hope for Today. April the 5th. Hope. Don't get too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Halt. I use this reminder to help me set healthy limits for myself, which I never learned as a child of an alcoholic. In the past, I often believed I should be able to go for days without food or sleep. I also tested the limits of my ability to handle enormous doses of stress and isolation without tending to my own emotional needs. Elanon has taught me a gentler, simpler way of caring for myself. I find it of great benefit to have a brief list of the most basic areas in which I neglect my own well-being, nourishment, emotional wellness, fellowship, and physical rest. First is my stomach rumbling, then I need to stop what I'm doing and eat some food. Am I too angry about the tri tribal details in my life? If so, I can take a break and punch a pillow or engage in some physical exercise. Am I lonely? I could go to a meeting or call my sponsor. Finally, am I so tired that I can't keep my eyes open? Then it's time to lie down for a nap or a good night's sleep. Thought for the day. When I feel stressed, I'll stop to check whether my basic needs are being met. 
We can watch for the need to halt and give ourselves special attention when we are feeling hungry or angry or lonely or tired. Courage to be me, page 139. All right. Now we go to what book? Oh. We're going to go book to the Daily Reflections book. Hang on a minute. I have to bring it up. AA.org. Today's Daily Actually, we're doing yesterday's. Today is the 6th. Thank you for reminding me. April 5th, True Brotherhood. We have not once sought to be one in the family, to be a friend among friends, to be a worker among workers, to be a useful member of society. Always we try to struggle to the top of the heap or to hide underneath it. This self-centered behavior blocked a partnership relation with any of those about us. Our true brotherhood, we have small comprehension. Of true brotherhood, we have small comprehension. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 53. This message contained in step 4 was the first one I heard loud and clear. Loud and clear. I hadn't seen myself in print before. Prior to my coming into AA, I knew of no place that could teach me how to become a person among persons. From my very first meeting, I saw people doing just that, and I wanted what they had. One of the reasons that I am ha a happy, sober alcoholic today is that I am learning this most important lesson. Amen. Okay. And with that, we're going to go to a 24-hour little book from Hazelton. April 5th, okay, here it is, AA Thought for the Day. People often ask what makes the AA program work. One of the answers is that AA works because it gets people away from themselves as the center of the universe, and it teaches them to rely more on the fellowship of others and on strength from God. Forgetting ourselves in fellowship, prayer, and working with others is what makes the AA program work. Are these things keeping me sober? Meditation for the day. God is the great interpreter of one human personality to another. Even personalities who are the nearest together have much in their natures that remain a sealed book to each other. And only as God enters and controls their lives are the mysteries of each revealed to the other. Each personality is so different. God alone understands perfectly the language of each and can interpret between the two. Here we find the miracles of change and the true interpretation of life. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may be in the right relationship to God. I pray that God will interpret interpret. To me, the personality of other people so that I can understand them and help them. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Have a great 24 hours. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. 
I'll be reading from Courage to Change. Fernando, let us open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. April 5th, courage to change. As wonderful as it is to see a loved one find sobriety, it often presents a whole new set of challenges. After all the years of waiting, many of us are dismayed when sobriety does not bring the happily ever after ending we awaited. We once knew exactly what to expect and now everything suddenly seems different. The home body is never home. The life of the party is always sleeping. Communications, intimacy, sex, responsibilities, and decision-making all change. At the same time, problems that we always attributed to drinking may persist even though the drinking has stopped. This stirs up some very strong feelings within many of us. Even long-time Al-Anon members may find it more important than never to go back to the basics of our program and learn once more to focus on ourselves. It's all right to feel disappointed, skeptical, resentful, joyous, excited, or confused about our changing circumstance by accepting whatever we feel and sharing about it with other Al-Anon members, we are better able to take care of ourselves. Today's reminder, I will allow myself the dignity to discover exactly how I feel about the changes that are happening today and I will share those feelings with an Al-Anon friend. Elanon gave me the awareness that what I felt did matter in all our affairs. All right. Now we move on to our next meditation book. Would be only one day at a time. Okay, April 5th. A member once said, the 12 steps were designed to for desperate people like us as a shortcut to God. When we accept them and use them, we find they open the way to using our God-given abilities which we have allowed to lie dormant. The steps are like a medicine which many of us won't bother to take, although we know they can heal us of the sickness of despair, frustration, resentment, and self-pity. Why is this? It may be we have a deep-rooted desire for martyrdom. Consciously, we think we want help, but some dark and hidden sense of guilt makes us crave punishment more than we want relief from our ills. Wow. Today, today's reminder. No one really needs to suffer unhappiness and discontent or be deprived of the good things of life. We can find the way out by daily study of the 12 steps. This wholesome spiritual philosophy will help us find our way into the light of a good life. I pray for the willingness to accept the difficult discipline of the 12 steps. Living with such a guide makes life increasingly worthwhile. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful.
Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, our next book is Hope for Today. Hope. Don't get too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Halt. I use this reminder to help me set healthy limits for myself, which I never learned as a child of an alcoholic. In the past, I often believed I should be able to go for days without food or sleep. I also tested the limits of my ability to handle enormous doses of stress and isolation without tending to my own emotional needs. Eleanor has taught me a gentler, simpler way of caring for myself. I find it of great benefit to have a brief list of the most basic areas in which I neglect my own well-being, nourishment, emotional wellness, fellowship, and physical rest. First is my stomach rumbling, then I need to stop what I'm doing and eat some food. Am I too angry about the tribal details in my life? If so, I can take a break and punch a pillow or engage in some physical exercise. Am I lonely? I could go to a meeting or call my sponsor. Finally, am I so tired that I can't keep my eyes open? Then it's time to lie down for a nap or a good night's sleep. Thought for the day. When I feel stressed, I'll stop to check whether my basic needs are being met. We can watch for the need to halt and give ourselves special attention when we are feeling hungry or angry or lonely or tired. Courage to be me, page 139. All right, now we go to what book? Oh, we're gonna go book to the Daily Reflections book. Bring it up, aa.org. Today's daily, actually, we're doing yesterday's. Today is the 6th. Thank you for reminding me. April 5th, True Brotherhood. We have not once sought to be one in the family, to be a friend among friends, to be a worker among workers, to be a useful member of society. Always we try to struggle to the top of the heap or to hide underneath it. This self-centered behavior blocked a partnership relation with any of those about us. Our true brotherhood, we had small comprehension. Of true brotherhood, we had small comprehension. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 53. This message contained in step 4 was the first one I heard loud and clear. Loud and clear. I hadn't seen myself in print before. Prior to my coming into AA, I knew of no place that could teach me how to become a person among persons. From my very first meeting, I saw people doing just that, and I wanted what they had. One of the reasons that I am a happy, sober alcoholic today is that I am learning this most important lesson. that we're going to go to a 24-hour little book from Hazelton. April 5th. Okay, here it is. 
AA thought for the day. People often ask what makes the AA program work. One of the answers is that AA works because it gets people away from themselves as the center of the universe. And it teaches them to rely more on the fellowship of others and on strength from God. Forgetting ourselves in fellowship, prayer, and working with others is what makes the AA program work. Are these things keeping me sober? Meditation for the day. God is the great interpreter of one human personality to another. Even personalities who are the nearest together have much in their natures that remain a sealed book to each other. And only as God enters and controls their lives are the mysteries of each revealed to the other. Each personality is so different. God alone understands perfectly the language of each and can interpret between the two. Here we find the miracles of change and the true interpretation of life. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may be in the right relationship to God. I pray that God will interpret interpret to me the personality of other people so that I can understand them and help them. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Have a great 24 hours. Thank you.